Hey, 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 welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast. On this episode, I'm so super fired up as I happen to be interviewing another one of our Wealth Circle Gold uh, mentee and client uh, who has been with Property Wealth Education now since October 2020, and she's done amazing, amazing things. Um, one of the things that we do here is to showcase the successes that we are creating our property wealth education. These are ordinary people, just like any one of you listening right now on the podcast. We've had an opportunity of interviewing so many of our students so far, and she's one of them. This lady, she is mom of four, full-time, and she is also a full-time accountant, multiple business owners, and also a property investor. So without further ado, I want to welcome Sandri Maha. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Daniel. That's a great introduction. <laughs> that was such a great introduction. But yeah, thank you for having me involved in, in your, your podcast. It would be nice to share my story and hopefully I can inspire at least one person with this podcast. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandri, you know, for those who don't know you, right? Um, you know, we've got quite a massive, massive community, mm. a property wealth community here in London. For those who don't really know you, who who is Sandrin? What are the motivations that got you into business, full-time work, a mother of four? That's a lot. Yes, it is a lot. And I tend to always pile more stuff because I'm just a very motivated person anyway. I like to try different things. I like to push myself to the limit. I work better under pressure. So I always like to put myself into this pressure, into this environment when I'm always striving for something. I'm always trying to push and gain more. I'm always trying to learn more. And so I've got so many pots everywhere that I'm juggling with, which I love. As much as it is challenging, but it's good challenges, good learnings that I go through. Um, In terms of who is Sandrine? Well, I am, like you said, I'm a mother. Um, First and foremost, I'm a mother of four. Um, I've got three boys and a baby girl who I named my business, my property business, um, after. I am an accountant. I've been kind of just practicing accounts for the last 15, 20 years. Um, I'm a CMO chartered accountant. Um, so I've been kind of really progressing, like really flying really in my professional life. Mm. Um, and not flying in my personal life in terms of taking my own goals because very much focused on helping other people's businesses make it to a certain level. So, you know, doing the accounts for startups, moving them into Series A funding, Series B, Series C, you know, going through the mergers, acquisitions. I've kind of done all of that, helping businesses progress, you know, float in the market. I think for me that's because I I lacked the, um, the kind of confidence in myself that I can do it for myself. Um, so doing it for others was kind of me shielding that. So he said, actually, no, it doesn't matter if I don't have my own property, my own business or anything like that. But at least I helped you switch limited, for example, get acquired by LDC, you know, merge through forward um, 3D and, you know, if, essentially to Zoopla. So all of those processes is learnings that I've kind of was very much involved they're not my babies. I was paid a wage, helped another person move forward. So that that's me really in terms of the accounting side. Um, in terms of the business side, yes, I do run a few different businesses. Um, most of them are kind of joint co-founding roles. The, the one that I've taken seriously on my own is the property business because that's been something that I've 
always wanted to do something that it, it, it stems from a lack of um, whilst I was growing up um, family-wise. And that burn, that fire that I had kind of made me want to own my own properties um, without getting too technical in terms of my family issues <laughs> made me kind of want to have my own, made me kind of not want to leave my kids in the situation that I kind of experienced um, property-wise. And that, yeah, that's kind of where I am at the moment, really, with property and kind of my background. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> you are a lady on fire. And I always say this, right? You are such a shining star. Ever since you came through the property wealth community, you know, you you actually came through winning one of our, our competition that we did in 2020, 2019. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, 2020, yeah, you got you won it and and you came through. Most people, when they win stuff, they tend not to really value what because mm. it's free. They don't they don't value it. But you literally have grown from strength to strength to strength to strength. Now, we're going to go into the property strategy and everything. I know you've taken so many businesses to success and the bonding desire has come from you wanting to do stuff, you know, but there must be something, you know, that, that just keeps that fire lighting up every single second. What, what is that fire? Daniel, to be quite honest, I don't actually know. I just... I would have to say that it comes from the lack of self-confidence mm. and wanting to actually prove to myself that I'm good enough. I'm a person where I get inspired by others, but I don't really want to be others. It's almost as if I know what I'm, I can do, but I know there's something that's always holding me back. And I know that's me that's holding me back. Nobody else is holding me back. It's me. That's what, and I know deep down, I know that. So when it comes to having that fire, it's kind of me having a conversation with myself. It's kind of me trying to push myself. It's kind of me using the pain that I felt from family stuff, from 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 history. That it's actually no, I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always been my fire. Mm-hmm. That's always been something within me that. Like you say, that monkey on your shoulder, that person, that's always me fighting that monkey all the time. And that's just my time to finish. It's just me and me. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, it's such a great way to to actually, you know, wrap that particular question because you are every day competing against yourself. You have two people speaking to you on a very, on a daily basis. You have the lion, you have the monkey. That's how Mm. I always say the lion is the one telling you, don't listen to him. You can do it. Oh, actually, you can walk on the sky. You can walk on the moon. Go for the moon. You get there. And then you have that other monkey telling you, oh, you're good for nothing. You're going to fail. You're going to lose money. Mm. You know, look at you. You feel rubbish. You have two voices. Yeah. And this is the thing, right? Most times we, most people listen, tend to listen to the monkey. The monkey is, it can speak through your wife, can speak through your husband, can speak through your brothers, can speak to your sister, speaks even into your own self. You know, there's a great book I read. I can't remember the name now. It says, you become what you think about. Mm -hmm. You become what you listen to. Mm -hmm. You become what you read. You become who you are associated by. And all of these things that you become forms a major part in your decision making. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, it forms a massive part in your decision making. 
you will see people who want to do something. They say, oh, you know, procrastination gets in. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way because you let life get in the way. Mm-hmm. You know, in the time where you started property, which we're going to get into very, very shortly, you know, you had a baby on the road when you started thinking about property. The baby came and you still got started. And very quickly, while the baby was literally less than a year old, you still went and you <laughs> took properties that generated you great, fantastic return. Mm-hmm. So for me, obviously the audience that might be listening don't really know you that well, but I know you personally. So this is why I'm able to really go into this. So I really want to give you massive credit because this is where a lot of women need to kind of kick themselves up and say, you know what? We have what it takes to collaboratively, you know, build wealth with the other half. And I know yourself and your husband is, you know, it's been great doing doing this. Now, talk. Let's talk about you being a businesswoman and being at work. Yeah. How much impact does that have in your marriage? Massive impact, not just the marriage, but also just the standard family life. Because when you're starting a business, that's another baby you've created. Another baby. Another baby. Mm. You've created another responsibilities. You've just given yourself another to do list on your daily life. So now it's about juggling, making sure each person, all your babies, my husband's also another baby. <laughs> there is another person we need to look after. Yeah. The house is also another baby. You, you know, it's all of these different responsibilities as a woman, as a mother, you just lay on top. Now it's about juggling and making sure each each baby has enough intention, you know, and, and, and you've given them enough for them to survive for the day, for the week. Tension, Tension is definitely there because when I start something, like when I started Ellis Property Solution, tunnel vision. No matter what happened in the day, I'm making those phone calls. Mm. If it means that, unfortunately, we're going to eat slightly late, <laughs> I'm going to cook slightly late, yeah. that's what we're going to do. And you got the result you wanted. That Because for me, it was about getting that first yes. For me, it was about ticking that box. It's about proving myself. Did I struggle? Yes, I did. Did we have a lot of friction in, in the family because suddenly the business is all I think about. Yes, but I knew what I was doing it for. And that drive that I had, the fact that I had the goal, I I personally wanted to get one within three months. Mm. Because I knew, yes, I'm going to have this headache from the family. I'm going to have, I'm going to unfortunately disappoint some of my loved ones. But I want to do it within my first three months because then I will prove to them why you know, and I'll prove to myself why so they can actually see my vision. It's very difficult when you tell someone you're starting something mm. and haven't seen the result. When they see the result, that their own mindset would also shift. They will also be able to understand your vision where you're going a lot more quicker and not just praise you, but give you the space to continue. Allow to, you know, actually go and see this viewing, honey, I'll sort out the kids or, you know, I will make the, the dinner. Don't worry, buddy. I understand now. I see where you're going. It's just having that space to do that. I knew initially I will disappoint, but I was okay to do that because I knew my goal and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Great. Fantastic. So let's come into property. So a successful accountant, multiple business owner, many, many business joint ventures in different, different industries. And then you decided to get yourself into property. Why did you just didn't go and get into property? Why did you have to get yourself educated? Why did you have to get a mentor? 
what was the mindset? I think for me, the mindset was it wasn't just about property itself because I could have just gone and got myself a mortgage and buy it to let. It was more about creating a business, making property the subject of my offering yeah. into my business. Yeah. And that's an area which I haven't had experience in. Yeah. You know, and going into property, it's quite a high financial burden. Yeah. You know, so... I'm a numbers person. Mm. So before I get into spending money, you know, accumulating debt, I'd like to understand the nitty gritty. I like to understand how that's functioning. Now, with having no knowledge within that industry, for me, it was quite obvious to get somebody that already had that knowledge mm. that can actually guide me through. That was just kind of like a standard thing that you go through. I've done that many times in different areas of my life. Because at the end of the day, you only know what you know. There's always more out there. Absolutely. You know, so it just made sense. And I also knew at the time there are different strategies within property, but I just didn't know how they're all interlinked, how they all work. And that because I'm such a detailed person as well, I wanted to get to the detail. And I think that's one of the reasons why I won the competition because yeah. I was just firing questions. Yeah, like, questions. Firing because I wanted to get to the nitty gritty. I wanted to get to the detail. I wanted to understand, you know, the whole system, how it works. Because I'm a person that likes to do things on my own, everything. I want to do everything, understand it, and then outsource. Yeah. Positive and negative to that as well. But that's just the person that I've been. So I just knew that without a mentor, given the time from that I wanted to do it, it would be impossible for me to just do it by myself. And if I could do it, it'd be very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. An expensive way to do it. So yeah, so I knew that and I'm not known in that world. Yeah. So it'd be very difficult for me to get my name out there. Mm. It's very difficult for me to be on podcasts like this. Yeah. And so why wouldn't I pay somebody's already been on in the journey leverage. and leverage on them Absolutely. like why not you know it's a win-win for them it's a win-win for me because i get the learning i get to learn behind them and prove that their concept work yeah and you know we can both share the win absolutely um yes that, that i think that's the main reason why i wanted a mentor so you started a mentor you came in through property with education you've been in a property space now since october 2020. So tell us, how's your property journey going? Do you know what? Last year was fantastic. I think at the time, I didn't realize how many achievements I ticked off my list. Mm. It's only really from December last year that I took some time out, had COVID, took some time out and literally looked back and I thought, wow. I cannot believe from not knowing a single thing, I am now earning over 2K for properties that I do not own. I don't have a mortgage. I don't deal with any of that. <laughs> but my cash flow is great. And I've been able to do that with only two properties. Yeah. And I've seen others that have accumulated five, five six, six properties to get to the level that I have. And I thank God that I've had that financial background because that's really what's helped me 
to kind of just see those two views and say, do you know what? I'm, I'm like, You're taking <laughs> I'm, I'm just taking these ones. So I think I've done, I've done fantastic. Like, you know, started, I was really pumped. Like I just wanted to get it done and prove it to myself. And then, you know, I had the opportunity to, to train others with you, yeah. you know, to share my message, yeah. you know, opportunity to speak about joint venture with the team, I have the yeah. opportunity to meet other ladies and, you know, did a couple lives and kind of try to get myself out there. You know, and that's on top of my nine to five, mm. looking after my kids, you know, being a wife, mm. doing other businesses. So it, it, it hasn't been easy. Have I been as consistent as I really wanted to be? No, I haven't. But what I've done is not give up. That's one thing that I might not be as consistent. I might not have reached all my goals, but I'm so proud that I haven't stopped. I'm so proud that even when things are hard, I might take a week off. I might, you know, cry for a week or <laughs> procrastinate for a week, but I'm always back up and my goal is still remains the same. And, you know, I'm just so proud. I've done, I've just feel like I'm like my number one fan. I love what I did last year. My confidence is like up there. And in a way, I want this year to to double that. I want to last real. year we've we've learned, we did the rent to rent, you know, we we did an essay abroad, we invested a little bit in the US in market. Yeah. <laughs> in the US market, we've done all of that. This year we're gonna acquire. Mm. We're going to acquire, we're going to do buy to let if the the numbers right we're going to do a BRI if the numbers is right that's my vision now I'm just, out, gonna, blazing. I'm just going to buy this year is about acquisition absolutely <laughs> we are going to acquire wow <laughs> this wow, year. wow and yeah <laughs> I mean I, I told you I told you guys like like this lady she's someone I'm so super proud of she's done she's doing amazing things so how would you say right you saw the transformation of your mindset how much impact did you really think your mindset, because I say this all the time, if your mindset isn't right, all right, nothing else works. Mm -hmm. So the mindset of, okay, I'm a mother. The mindset of, okay, I've got a claiming business. The mindset of, I've got that business. I've got this business. I've got that. And I want to do an accounting job. You know, again, you're one of our speakers as well. You know, inspiring a lot of people within the community. And also... Your accolades are so much, I don't even know where to start from. So how has your mindset really been empowered during this course of your journey? I'm not going to lie. My mindset has definitely switched and, and kind of upped a level, up to gear from having a mental. Mm. Like, like, honestly, it's from having a mental, changing your surrounding, being around different types of investors, mm. starters, you know, those that already acquired, you know, high achievers like yourself doing big numbers, just being around that on the regular basis, yeah. on a daily, you incrementally change your mindset. Yeah. You can't, like, for me, I personally don't think you can just wake up one day and be like, my yeah. mindset's changed. No. It's, a, it's an incremental step. You are going to have a days where you don't feel like making those phone calls. You don't feel like you're good enough. You are going to have those days. But, when you're in the right circle, when you're having those days, you have a message from your WhatsApp group saying how I've done this, you know, I've just acquired this. Look at this rent-to-rent deal. So, yes, you have your 20 minutes of downtime because you feel bad, but then you've got people in your group, in your surrounding, telling you 
in an indirect way, wake up. Wake up. You know, there's things to be done. Whilst I'm quiet in the group and I'm watching, I'm watching very carefully. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm listening. You know, I'm watching very carefully. It's because I might have my down days, but I know that Florence has just closed the deal. You know, she's in a great BR deal. Okay, Sandra, wake up. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Get out of bed. <laughs> you know, and that's just by changing your surrounding. I think that's helped my mindset because you know, Florence could have had a lot a bad day the day before. Mm. Anthony could have had a bad day two weeks ago, yeah. but today he's closed his second deal. Yeah. Everybody has those days. It's just about changing that surrounding, and I think that's really really has elevated my mindset and you know even like you've definitely you have definitely helped me with that because I feel like yes it's a paid service but I feel like we've become friends we've become family and I can never say no to you because I see you like okay Daniel says you're doing a podcast today you're doing a podcast (laughs) if Daniel says you're doing a live you're doing a live so even if I have a bad day that mentorship that push also switches my mind because once I finish that live, I want to do more. Mm. I, I want to look for more properties. I feel like actually, do you know what? I am good enough. I can do this. Mm. It, it's just yeah. It's just all of that. Like you know, your surrounding. You know, your own confidence. All of that will change your mindset. But definitely, your surrounding is very very important to shift that that mindset. If you found this episode really useful and you're looking to get started in property, whether you've got some money or you've got no money, and you're looking to add value to yourself as an individual, make sure to reach us to us on our website, which is propertywe.co.uk, or reach out through to me myself on Instagram. It's Daniel Moses DM. I've got my team right there on my handles, responding to every single one who's listening to this podcast and looking forward to building their own economy using property as a vehicle. We're really looking forward to welcoming you in our multiple events as well and guys don't forget to go and give us a five-star rating on apple and also on the spotify podcast looking forward to seeing you soon take care great 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 thank you so much for taking your time and just breaking it down now let's talk about your successes very quickly you got started with your education in october 2020 You got your very first deal within a very short space of time. You mm-hmm. took on the second, which was a complete no money down. Yeah, Ooh. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a no pretty money much. down. You did the second deal with none of your money. Yeah. And then the first one, you obviously you invested that money in. And very quickly, within a short space of time, you got that fully tenanted during the pandemic, mm-hmm. the most difficult time for anyone to get side in property. And not just that, Sandrine, you, again, under the Property Wealth Mentorship Program, raised over 150,000 pounds. <laughs> All right? Yes. You are a female <laughs> lioness, a best, all right, and a powerhouse. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, how, Daniel. <laughs> how do you help? What would be the word to other ladies listening to this right now and say, you know what? I want to be like Sandrine. She's inspired me. Like you said, when we started this conversation, I want to inspire one person. Mm-hmm. How can you do that? I think the one sentence I would say is just literally, you can do this. There's nothing, if you put your mind, there's nothing that nobody can do. With what you have, you can do whatever you want. Mm. 
you any like with what you have with the lack of time or with the small time that you have or the little money that you have if you invest in yourself in a strategic way and you have a plan you can do it what about those who get in one month two months three months they're fired up four months mm-hmm. five months six months they leave things to chance and start blaming the mentor start blaming the company who is training them this is why I say to people, a mentor doesn't guarantee you success. Yeah. The success is down to you. It's how Absolutely. bad do you want it? So clearly for you to have gone from creating, you know, a business not doing, you know, over five figures mm-hmm. a, a year, all right, raising over half, a hundred, over 150,000 yeah. pounds, and you're about to actually buy your first property all right, that will generate cash flow, whether it's going to be buy to let or HMO or BRR, you're currently on the one-year BRR program. What would you say to them? To me, it depends on why you started in the first place. Why you started. <laughs> it's like, I know why I started mm-hmm. and I know why I picked you as a mentor. Yeah. yeah. So if anything goes wrong with what's happening with my business, mm-hmm. it's me. I, I don't, I didn't get a mentor. I didn't contact Daniel for him to give me not just the blueprint, but do it for me. I came to you to show me the blueprint, to show me the A to Z, and I will use my knowledge, my capability, my time to then make it my own. It's a copy and paste model. Whilst it's a copy and paste model, you need to ha- you need to bring something. You know, I've come to you to have a seat on the table, right? But to remain on that table... <laughs> I need some champagne. I, like, you need, I need some champagne. You know, you know, it's not even champagne, but to remain on that table and, and, and be part of that circle, I need to bring me. Mm. You know? Value. I Value exchange. Me. You can't just be like, give me the knowledge, give me the knowledge, give me everything. Why hasn't it worked? Why haven't you bought yourself? Where's your action? Yeah. Like... Did you bring yourself with you or did you leave it at home? Did you leave it at home and then expect to just chill and then the mentor is going to do everything for you? It doesn't work like that. My why isn't Daniel. My why isn't PWE. You know, my why is my kids. Mm. My why is my future. My why is a legacy for my kids. I do not want to leave my kids with nothing. Mm. I want to go and be happy that, you know what, I've left them with one property each. They're fine. That's my why. Mm. Now, if that doesn't work, when a mentor's giving me what I need to do, that's me. Mm. If I give up on that why, that's me. So I just feel like people need to be very careful when they start something, particularly business, any business, not just property. Like, why are you starting this business? If it's because you see things on Instagram and you, <laughs> you want to fly. But, but that's the truth. A lot, of pe- a lot of people get started in business or wanting to become entrepreneurs because they see stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Now, let me quickly bring something very, very interesting in my head right now. A lot of people work so hard in a job, nine to five, wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning, get to shower, you know, get to the train station, jump on the train straight to work. Yeah. All right. Now, a lot of people then go and pay for a mentor. Mm-hmm. to mentor them or pay for an education to mentor mm-hmm. them and then expect, you know, the success to be from the mentor. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to university so to study accounting, your lecturers who taught you through four years of that course mm-hmm. did not make you successful, did it? Of course not. Of course not. How can we kind of change this disposition 
All right, so people can actually understand is the knowledge that you acquire, you put to use, you get to work. Because I've seen a lot of women, mm-hmm. all right, people talk to me all the time. You know, we have a massive community, we've got massive following in, you know, in, in social media, and I have different types of questions. And I always use you as a case to say, you need to speak to Florence, you need to speak to Sandrine. Right now, you guys are just smashing it. We've got a lot of ladies, mm-hmm. and I want this to be a massive challenge to a lot of ladies in the community because I want them sitting down on this chair with me all right, within the community, and so many of them more are coming, mm-hmm. all right, that it is possible. So whether you have a nine to five job, mm-hmm. whether you have a nine to 20 job, whatever the yep. case might be, it is. What, what can they do to make that shift, all right, to not worry about, you know, I'm working in my job, but not working in my future? I was that person. <laughs> do you see what I mean? I, whilst I was doing other things, like the number one thing was my nine to five because I get, I'm an accountant and get paid good money for my nine to five, you know? So I was that, what you've just described, I was that person, you know? It's the comfortable area that you're in, you know? You're comfortable, you get your nine to five, you get your money, you know exactly, you know, end of the month I'm getting paid, no, fine. And you kind of put your own dream to the side mm. a little bit. And just and, dream. And just, yeah. And, it, it can only get you so far. For me personally, I don't know about other women. For me personally, it was having my third child, my fourth child, sorry. I'm um, having the, um, Ella, the last one during Just the pandemic. You. Just pushed you. You know, being at home with her during the pandemic. Not many people know that whilst I was pregnant, I was actually made redundant. Oh. Like, no, like, and just going through that, I was financially okay, but being at home, like literally 24-7, pregnant, you being scared. You just start to think about life and thinking, oh my God, is this the end of the world? Like, are we coming to an end? And then he's like, what have I done with the money that I have? What have I achieved for my kids? What have, What if today I had COVID, I've got COVID and, I, and I'm gone? That was one of the main thing. And I'm pregnant, I'm gone. What am I going to do with my boys? What have I actually left them? What, like, what is it? Mm. But I've given them what have I done, and I think that was where I switched my mind. I was like, no, 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 we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Great. And so, I, from then, I have leveraged on my nine to five. I think life is all about leveraging. Leveraging. If you understand the power of leverage and collaboration, it's all about that. So, for women who have a nine to five, who are comfortable, that that's okay. But now let's switch it up a little bit. Have your nine to five. Start putting money aside. Start leveraging. What do you want to do? It might not be property. Whatever you want to do, whatever makes you tick, go for it. Start investing in yourself. Start getting yourself a mentor. Reading books, doing podcasts. You know, I'm not going to lie. I don't do a lot of reading because I generally don't have time. As a mother, I can sit here and say, yeah, read 10,000 books. I don't. (laughs) because I don't have time. But what I do is listen to podcasts because I can do that whilst I'm doing my chores, whilst I'm doing other things. So You could also be reading audiobooks. Yeah, that as well, but I do more podcasts. So find what you can do with the time, the limitation that you have and just every day try or every week try to be consistent. My consistency is completely different to anybody else's consistencies. My consistency is different to Daniel's consistency. You are very like everyday consistent. That's your consistency. That works for you based on what you have around. At the moment, my consistency could be once a week. 
but I'm gonna keep to that yeah. until I'm able to break the bottleneck and then move to another level and start doing it twice a week or whatever. So I just feel like have time for you. And as a mother, it's very easy, very easy to forget about oneself. It's very easy to forget about you mm. because you want to be the best mom. Yeah. You want to be the best wife. Yeah. You want the house clean a certain way. You want it to be yeah. But then who are you? You don't stop being you because you're a mother. Before you was a mother, you was you. So I think that's for me that's the main key thing find who you are what makes you take what was your dream when you was younger what did you want to do what you know and then have that time for you you know and I think that is where most women lose themselves before they know it the kids have left home and and they've got nothing before yeah do you see what I mean it's just like it's just like we need to find time of who is Sandrine, who is Florence, you know, who like who who is Debbie, and have that time, then make your personal dream come true. Fulfill yourself, you know, as a woman. That's a key thing to fulfill yourself as a woman. Wow, wow, wow! Great, great, <laughs> great, great, Sandrine. So now let's quickly talk about now that you you know you've been able to do all this work, you've identified who you are. You've repurposed and reconditioned your mind. Mm. And now you can aim for the moon and you can get to where you want. And, you know, one of the most difficult things is to raise funds, Mm -hmm. especially when going to family and friends to Mm -hmm. ask them for money. Mm -hmm. And you did that. Not You didn't raise 20, you didn't raise 10, you didn't raise five. You raised over 150,000 pounds. And this is something that's quite very daunting to a lot of people because it seems to be like you're begging, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people don't really want to have that kind of conversation. Now, that's a massive success. Mm-hmm. All right? And I can see where, how it's taking place because having this conversation through this podcast right now just shows that, oh, wow, okay, I get it. That's why. But how, how hard and how easy was that ask? Okay, so when we first had, you know the training and you we went through the whole you know raising finance and doing in different kind of ways online friends and family it was kind of like daniel i can't do that <laughs> like, you know i'm the person people ask for money i'm not the person that asks for money i never ask for money yeah so that again was another shift of mindset that's again where i've learned from you that anything is possible and the way i tackled it was slightly different I kind of played with my strengths so what I did I put in front of family and friends what I've achieved so far so I I kind of made the like what I've made this within property within a year Mm. okay do you want to jump on board or you don't want to jump on board Mm. (laughs) so I kind of used my success I kind of sent my family and friends go and check my life on, on, um, on Instagram we will speak later. So it's kind of like the proof of the pudding. Mm. I didn't, and I still don't, I haven't yet done it, kind of gone on a whole Instagram and asked because I'm still a little bit, again, it's the mindset thing. So I think that's my next jump. That's my next push to be able to go on live and say, Tell, you know, I mean, It's all about when you go online. You're telling people what you do. You become friends. I mean, look yeah. at this, right, for one minute. You and I met on social media. Yes. Today we're friends. Not just friends, I'm your mentor. You've hosted me 
Yes. Lavished on me, myself, not just me, my wife. Yeah. It's all about connection. Absolutely. I agree. But I think sometimes when you forget, you've done it for such a long time. So your mindset is like there. I'm here. I'm coming. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah. whilst I'm here, yeah. I'm coming. Mm. So my strategy, the way I did it, is leverage on my own success. Mm. You know? And because I've kept all my, all my kind of like the funds that I've had is through family and friends. And even when I started, they didn't actually know what I was doing because my mindset wasn't there either. But when it came to raising finance, I made sure they understood what I've been doing for the last year. Yeah. Yeah? So based on that, raised questions. Oh, wow. Well, when did you start? What's happened? You didn't tell me. Can I come in? Can I jump on board? Can, can you teach me? No, I'm not going to teach you, but you can jump on board in this way. That, that opened that kind of conversation. So I was lucky enough to raise the funds basically from family and friends internally because they were also interested. Yeah, so I think play on your strength. For me, play on your strength. If your mindset is not really there yet, because at the time mine wasn't really there, but I knew that I had to do something because yeah, <laughs> I wanted yeah. the money and I wanted yeah. to go into doing PR and buy. So it's kind of play for play with your strength and you never know who has money. You, you never you know never because know. No, nobody writes it on their forehead you, and say, oh, I've got yeah. money, I've got money, I've got money. You, you nobody never know that. and you never know also who's watching. Mm. You know, you never know who you're inspiring. You never know who's watching. You never know who's got your back, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, it is really much about getting yourself out there, but it's also about playing to your strength, showing what you bring to the table, showing what you know the proof of the pudding yeah. so i never speak to family or investors now <laughs> they're called in a way where i'm begging them or you know everything is in their call yeah because everything is not in their call no. you know i am pretty much 70 percent of that deal mm. because i've invested in myself i've got the knowledge money's Preach. nothing <laughs> money's nothing you know, you can have money today, you can go tomorrow. You can put it in the bank, you get nothing for it. Yeah. You know, I am the key of making that money flip. I am the key of making the success of that deal. Mm. So with that, it's kind of the conversation changes a little bit. Funny enough, I actually had a conversation today with a potential investor who wants to give money to to get the property with him to join venture and it, it kind of ended as you know as he was doing me a favor and when you're educated now that I am and and you're quite confident now that I am it's like you're not doing me a favor we are it's you a win-win know when, you know you know when to put the plug and yeah. you need to put a puzzle together yeah it's a win-win yeah and not only that you're not doing me a favor I will tell you why it's valuable I'm telling you why you're I'm an them asset. A free asset. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you that I'm the asset in this deal. You know, you, you want to create asset, we want to go into joint venture. You bring the cash, but the asset, the vehicle that makes it work, I will make the engine run. Mm. <laughs> we're going to run. the pilot, the airplane's <laughs> not going to fly. We're going to run, like, I will turn the engine on and we will keep going, you know. And it, it's just also changing the investor's mindset, making sure that they understand like what's at stake what can be made yeah. you know how you can move from one property to another property that's why i invested in myself yeah so yeah and this is one of the things i say all the time right if you're looking to work with investors landlords 
you know, um, estate agents, there's three key things that you must be able to do. The first is influence, hmm. right? The first, you have to influence them. The second, you have to educate them. And then the third, you have to create the opportunity. Hmm. Once you have these three key things, the rest is easy. Because if you cannot influence someone, how are they going to even listen for you to educate them? If you cannot show them where the opportunity lies, why would they even dip in, you know, you know, buy into what you're saying? Mm-hmm. So, okay. I mean, great. Like, Sandrine, it's been an absolute pleasure. Now, just before we go on this podcast, why is it so important for women to support their husband right now to create wealth, especially using property as a vehicle? You and your husband are in this together and you've been a massive powerhouse having a husband support because not a lot of men support their wife Mm -hmm. for their wife to go out and chase Mm -hmm. and be so ambitious. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, the other way around. Sometimes in my case, my wife, you know, believed in everything that I did. However, when things went wrong in 2015, she completely lost faith and never thought we could bounce back, but eventually got the support back. Now, what would you have to say to women who wants to do it, but they're saying, ah, I can't do it because of my husband? How can they convince or sell this to the other half? Bring them through the journey. I think when if you've got somebody that's so pivotal to your life, challenging you based on your vision, bring them along. I was opposite. My husband always believed that I can do it. It was actually my self-belief. And I think the issue is when I started with my tiny vision, (laughs) I dropped everything. And I think that's when there was friction because as a woman, he still expected me to cook. He still expected me to look after the kids. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, no, I've got viewings to do. I'm taking the kids with me. (laughs) 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 We're out. So I think that's where we had the friction. However, if you do have a partner, a loved one who doesn't see the vision originally, like initially, bring them along. You know, it's like you say, you're trying to influence them. Mm -hmm. You're trying to get them to see the bigger picture. Do everything that you can in your power to bring them along with you, whether it is, you know, make them listen to podcasts, make them look at the numbers, you know, and and try to make it as fun and creative as possible. Mm. Because if it's not their vision, vision, and if you make it too difficult, they might just not want to look at it. So try to... You know, bring them along a little bit. Make them come to your, men- you know, with a mentor. Try to get them in a way so they can actually just see a little bit of the picture, you know, and have discussions on how you can actually change, impact your life. Not just your personal life, but family life. How the future would look like mm. if you took A, B, C, D steps. You know, what those those changes would be. You just kind of slowly get them on board. Um. I do tend to find that from my circle, most women who have started something with a property or not, they do actually have husbands, partners who are pushing them to do. I know that there are other circles where that's a, that's a different environment. But for me, I just, I'm blessed to see that most women that I'm around, the husbands are, way, are behind them to elevate themselves, to push them to become more than just the mummy 
<laughs> and the wife. And the wife. But yeah, so just think, just bring them on board. Try, try. Everybody knows their partner, right? So you know what makes them tick. Yes. Use that. <laughs> Whatever makes them tick. If they yes. like to go out, you know, go out with them with an investor. Go out with them with your mentor. With mm. you know, get them into it so they can just ease that that kind of anxiety. Great, great, great. So in closing, Sandrine, yes. what would you say for anyone right now listening to this podcast on the other hand and said, Oh, should I contact PWE, Property Worth Education, should mm. I speak to Daniel Moses? What would your recommendation be? Or rather, what would be your words for them? I think if you're definitely interested in property and you want to learn from somebody, a team, a business that's been there, done that, from rent-to-rent, SA, BRR, I would definitely say have a conversation with PWE. Um, it's worked wonders for me. Yeah. And I'm somebody who started less than two years ago. Yeah. And, you know, I'm making over £2,000 in properties that I don't own, looking to do BRR. And it's, I think for me, it's not, the property is the thing for PWE, but it's also the added incremental benefits that you get you know the, your surrounding will change yeah your opportunities will change it's it's you're paying a fee but you're getting more than just a course yes. you're getting a lifestyle change you're getting everything change you're getting to see things differently your mindset will change and i think that's those incremental soft benefits that actually you can't actually put Value in it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just can't. Yeah. yeah. How do you put value to mindset? <laughs> How much is that? It's priceless. It, it's priceless. You're it's right. infinity. <laughs> yep. So it, it's just those kind of change that it's valuable to anybody, property or not. It's valuable to anybody. But if we want to keep it specific to property, definitely, I will always recommend, you know, I've had great results. I've great mentorship, great training, very detailed training. So definitely, it's a no-brainer, really. Thank you so much, Sandrine, for <laughs> for sharing. So, Sandrine, what is the next big thing for you? You've just raised over one hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Right, ready, ready, like a vampire, ready to eat. <laughs> you know, your first property deal. What is the next big thing for you? The next big thing for me is acquisition. Um, for me. This property thing for me is for life. Mm. So I'm not looking to buy anything and anything. I'm looking to buy the right thing using the right strategy that works with the right numbers. And so for me, this year is definitely acquiring properties. I've proved to myself that rent one works. It's given me great income. Um, I'm just waiting for the next steps, really. And that's just, yeah, acquisition and acquisition and acquisition. <laughs> great, great, great. Thank you so much, Sandri Maha, for being on the Wealth Thank and you. Business Podcast. Uh, guys, I'm literally fired up by this amazing lady. When we got started, I did say she's one of my shining star here at the Wealth Education uh, she's doing amazing things along with so many other ladies we're going to be bringing on the, on the podcast. Uh, this is just one of them and we've interviewed a few already. So if you want to get in touch with us, make sure you go and follow us on our social media handles. You know what it is. If you want to also reach out to Sandrine, you can make sure you reach out to her on your social media handle. Yes, so my social media is just Sandrine Sammy. Sandra Sammy, fantastic. It's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for your time and spending this amazing interview and you know having a great chat here at the PWC and PWEHQ in our studio. And 
yeah, looking forward to seeing you again. And we'll be here to talk about your first purchase. We'll be bringing you back once you purchase your first property. And I'll see you soon, Sandrine. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thanks for having me.